Hi, welcome to Hollywood Crime Scene Mini Sode. Mini Sode. Whoop, whoop. Uh, we're very excited tonight because we had an amazing election result, so we'll probably be like all giddy and happy during this terrible tale. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to kick things off by giving a shout out to our latest Patreon contributors. Thank you guys so much. We had uh, Angelique, Danielle, Jennifer, and today we had Karen. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank Um, you, guys. This is great. If you would like to become a Patreon contributor, you will get access to our bonus episodes. We release a new one every single week. They are far dirtier than our main show episodes, and you can find those episodes available at patreon.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. So thank you guys very much. Thank you. Um, so this week for the bonus episode, or mini-sode, sorry, I'm in, I'm giddy, um, we're going to do the story of Brittany Murphy. Aww. Aww. So yes, it is very sad. So let me just get right into it, I guess. Um, so Brittany Murphy was born Brittany Ann Bertolotti. Uh, she was actually born in Atlanta, Georgia to Sharon Kathleen Murphy and Angelo Bertolotti. And they divorced when she was very young, two years old. And then they moved to, uh, she moved to Edison, New Jersey with her mom in 1991. Um, Brittany Murphy and her mom moved to Los Angeles so Brittany could pursue her acting career. So, um, Murph, Brittany was like into it. She wanted to be an actress. This was not her mom pushing her into, um, anything. Uh, in fact, Murphy has said that when she asked her mom to move to California, her mom sold everything and moved out there for Brittany. So she really believed in her daughter. And Brittany was a great, great little actress. Yeah, she was a great actress. So... I mean, as most of you probably know, her breakthrough role was as Ty Frazier in Clueless. Did you see that movie? I saw it in the <laughs> theaters when it came out. That's how old I am. Um, a great, fun movie. She was also in uh, Girl Interrupted. Uh, she was in Drop Dead Gorgeous. Did you see Drop I, Dead Gorgeous? Another movie <clears throat> yeah, I saw it's amazing. when it came out. It's amazing. Uh, she was also in um, Eight Mile, which I liked very much. She was great in that. Um, and then she was also the voice of Luann on King of King of, King the, of Hill, the Hill, right? For a long time. Um, for some reason, I I also wanted to point out that she, she was in the movie. Don't say a word. Was that what it was called? Oh yeah, because, remember the yes, ad? Yeah, yes, it was. Shh. I'll never tell <laughs> yes. any of you. Shh. Yeah, I'll never, never tell. tell. Yeah, that I actually never saw that movie, but I love the ad knows, so much. Everyone ad. knows yeah. the trailer for it. It's like the most famous trailer of all right. time. In my mind, it is. I right? Mean, I Come think on, all of us remember that trailer. It was a quite distinct trailer. <laughs> I like anything with little girl creepy voices in it. Oh, it's totally. It's like my favorite genre. Can I also uh, just get, plug another one of her her early credits? Yeah, sure. Uh, Dis- uh, Brittany Murphy was on the Disney Channel television show from the early '90s called The Torkelsons. Oh my god, which I loved, right. and it was about this um, very southern. I don't know if they were like from Texas or whatever, but everyone talked like this. It was The Torkelsons, right. and everyone was named like Chucky e. Lee and yeah. Dorothy Jane, and <laughs> and Brittany Murphy was one of the uh, people on that show, and I fucking loved that show. Oh, wow, just had to give a shout out. Give a shout out to The Torkelsons. Hey, hey. Um, so. In 2003, she kind of started switching over to romantic comedies. Yeah. So she was in some, uh, some titles would be Just Married, Little Black Book, 
uh, actually, like you said, she was a good good actress and she was a funny comedic actress. Yeah. Um, Roger Ebert actually was like a huge fan of hers. And he even compared her work in comedies to Lucille Ball, which I guess would be the height of comedic acting that, yeah. compliments, especially for someone his age. Uh, shade. <laughs> shade. <laughs> um, so here's a quote that he had to say about Brittany Murphy. This is his quote. As for Brittany Murphy, for me, it goes back to 2003 Independent Spirit Awards, where Murphy was assigned to present one of the awards. Her task was to read the names of the five nominees open an envelope and reveal the name of the winner. This she turned into an opportunity for screwball improvisational comedy by pretending she could not follow the sequence, not even after the audience shouted instructions and the stage manager came to whisper in her ear, not once, but twice. There were those in the audience who were dumbfounded by her stupidity. I was dumbfounded by her brilliance. Was she really joking? I don't know. I don't remember this thing, but maybe we can try to find the clip. But I would love I to mean, find the clip. Roger Ebert is a pretty savvy guy. I don't think he'd fall. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have to see it, but maybe we should try to find it. I mean, it makes sense it. to me if she was trying to uh, do a little act because that kind of was a lot of her shtick. Part of her shtick yeah. was being this. Being a little dumber. Being a little dumber than right. she actually is. Or like is. naive maybe would yeah. be a nicer way of saying that. So I mentioned her rom-com work before and uh, one of her co-stars – in uh, Just Married was Ashton Kutcher. And in 2002, I guess after they did that movie, they started dating. So it was like a pretty big little celebrity couple for a Mm -hmm. while there. Um, She was also at some point engaged to a talent manager, Jeff uh, Quatinets. I don't know if that's how you say it, but that's an interesting name. And she was engaged to someone named Joe Macaluso, Macaluso too, in 2005, who was like a PA that she met on the film Little Black Book. Wow. So she seems like a little bit searching, <laughs> searching for some love. Yes. In my mind here. If you're like engaged more than once before you're early, <laughs> before your mid 20s, that just seems like not good right do people get multiple i always forget how young she was too yeah 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 i've never been engaged multiple times i've never even i mean maybe i was kind of half-assed engaged yeah (laughs) okay i've been like quote-unquote engaged by some fuckboy like yeah baby we're gonna get married right but i've never been proposed to yeah like a formal proposal um so um anyways obviously all those engagements ended in may of 20 uh, or 2007, Murphy married uh, British screenwriter Simon Monjack. Uh, this was in a private Jewish ceremony in Los Angeles. He was Jewish. She wasn't. So I'm not sure if she converted. But it was like a very quick marriage. Like they yeah. had only been dating less than a year. Nobody knew who the fuck he was because they kept their dating life. Nowhere. He came out of nowhere. But they had been together a little longer than it seemed at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually claimed that they had known each other for over a decade. Uh, so that's possible. Maybe they met one time. <laughs> right. Um, and then I guess they were like planning to, to kind of, I guess how they kind of reconnected was that they were planning to work together on an adaptation of DM Thomas's the white hotel, um, a project that never materialized. Um, so Monjack uh, apparently, He's he's shady as fuck. <laughs> do you remember him? Like, yeah, I right. Do. Do, you, do you? I have a very distinct memory of seeing them together for the first time and being like, "What the fuck 
is she doing? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it was like a weird, he just looked fucking skeezy to me. Yeah. Anyways, he was like a, supposedly a screenwriter, producer, movie producer. He produced a few B movies. Um, I need to look this guy up again. His his um, major story credit at that time was for the, um, the uh, biographical movie factory girl that was about Edie Sedgwick. Um, I think it starred uh, Sienna Miller as Edie Sedgwick. Yeah. Uh, Here's the problem though. The director of that movie is a guy named George Hickenlooper, which is an amazing name. Uh, According to him, and this is a quote, Monjack had nothing to do with Factory Girl. He filed um, a frivolous lawsuit against us, making bogus claims that we had stolen his script. He held us literally hostage, and we were forced to settle with him um, as he held our production over a barrel. Of course, Monjack uh, says that that didn't happen. Um, but anyways, so there was like some controversy of that, but that was his biggest credit. So it's kind of interesting that it might not even have been true and it might have just been him basically getting credit because they wanted to end the lawsuit or right. something. So Monjek had been married before Brittany Murphy. Uh, he was married to someone named Simone Bien, and that was a Las Vegas wedding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he divorced her right before he married Brittany Murphy. Um, so I, I think, as I said before, they had rarely made public appearances before their marriage and they yeah. kind of kept to themselves after their marriage mm-hmm. too. Um, didn't, oh, I guess we'll get to that. Um, so he, he actually had legal issues. Like once she, once he got married to Brittany Murphy, people started looking into his shady ass. Mm-hmm. Cause it was like, who is this guy? Where did he come from? He's claiming right. to be a screenwriter. It's pretty, it's pretty easy to check screenwriting credits. Does I mean, it was IMDb. Money? Yeah. Like. If you're going to make some some fucking lies about yourself, once you marry a famous person, people are going to start looking into that shit. Because it's like, what is this ugly dude doing with Brittany Murphy? It's kinda no like, offense. It's kind of like when you decide to be president. It's like people right. are going to start looking into exactly. some shit. Exactly. So some of his, um, his uh, arrests were, um, he was arrested on uh, credit card fraud. Mm. The charges were dropped. He was also sued by a bank um, after being evicted from four homes for owing like 470 hundred thousand wait four hundred and seventy hundred four hundred sorry I can't do it now four hundred seventy thousand dollars yes thank you four hundred and seventy I got it um and then and he actually faced deportation also because his visa had expired and he was uh, in the U.S. Uh, after that so he had like some kind of shady fucking legal troubles um, so after their, you know, before their marriage, actually, Brittany was already sort of becoming like a bit of a tabloid disaster. Yeah. Like she was one of those actresses that, um, was constantly being criticized about her weight loss. I like remember. one of the skinny actresses that was always sort of like, you know, death throes of anorexia type. You remember her that, photos like, were always in yeah, the front page and right. I, it was horrible. It's horrible when they do it to any actress. And I mean, she did lose a significant a lot of wi- a lot of weight from her clueless days right but there's no i mean there's still no excuse to be to have gone through what she went through yeah in the tabloids well, where they were all picking speculation. her apart yeah so she i mean it was all kind of speculation including rumors that she was addicted to cocaine right uh etc um and then according to her in an interview with jane magazine 
she said, no, just for the record, I have never tried it in my entire life. Um, and then I think at some point she was even a model for Jordache jeans, yeah. which seems so fucking like retro. But totally. it was uh, that that period where they were trying to make a comeback. So, um, but Britney was not well. Like, no, she was. I'm not saying she was addicted to John. There's no evidence that she was doing cocaine or anything or really a partier. But she was just pretty unhealthy person. Um, her mom, who she was very close to, was also very unwell. She had breast cancer. Uh, and I think she was um, in remission at the time, but she had a lot of debilitating side effects. Um, so she actually lived with Brittany and Simon um, shortly after they got married. She started living with them, and Brittany cared for them. She also cared for, for Simon, who had... Um, seizures and had suffered a heart attack even though he was only like 39 at the time he was 39 yeah he was 39 at the time they first married i think right um so he she's basically not well herself and she's caring for two sick people um her husband caring for them yeah exactly and in in every way um I mean, Simon's seizures were so bad that he would have a seizure and his arms and legs would completely uh, be flailing around and she would have to get on top of him on wow. top of a four poster bed and um, kind of do the whatever, keep him from swallowing his tongue. Like she would use a spoon and he oh was like a God. big guy. I think according to one thing I read, he was like a 300 pound. He was 300 pounds. You look at a picture of him. He's a big guy. Yeah. So for her, I mean, this is, she's like what? Five, two, like, and like she's tiny. Pounds. Yeah. So she's holding down a 300 pound guy while he's having a seizure. That's and she herself is weakened by anemia and, um, towards like, I think 2007, she had anemia and she started suffering from her own ailments including like maybe what was possibly like early stages of pneumonia, like having trouble breathing yeah. and, um, et cetera. So according to Simon, uh, she hated the house they were living in at the time mm -hmm. um, where she was caring for both of them. Uh, and she basically both, they all had these dreams of kind of leaving this house. Um, her career was kind of in the toilet at this point. Like she wasn't really working a ton. Right. So she's basically caring for her mom. They were like, let's move to New York. We'll have a baby, da, 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 da. And like, just leave this shithole down <laughs> behind. Right. Okay. So yeah, that was their plan. They wanted to move to New York city, but Brittany kept getting sicker and sicker. She got laryngitis. Um, and during this period, which it ends up being like the final 10 days of her life. Yeah. Uh, you know, spoiler alert, she does die. <laughs> if you didn't know already, she was also this, this kind of fascinated me. She, so she has anemia. She has some kind of lung laryngitis or mm -hmm. bronchitis or pneumo early pneumonia or something. She was also weakened by her period. Oh, which that's is like, like iron. When yeah. Like anemic. an iron deficiency yeah, with the anemia. That makes sense. And that caused her, um, red blood count to even to go down to a quarter of what is normal. Wow. Do you suffer from anemia? I do. So I, I know like sort of what that do. might be. Mm -hmm. I'm almost certain that I do. So, um, on her final night alive, Brittany was gasping for breath that whole night. Her lips were turning blue from lack of oxygen and her lungs were filling with fluid. Oh my God. Sorry. I'm getting queasy. Thinking yeah. About it. <laughs> uh, she hadn't seen a doctor in six weeks at that point. Uh, she had consulted a few by phone um, and was talking to a pharmacist. 
um, Friday afternoon of her final weekend, she made a doctor appointment for Monday, yeah. but she never got there. Oh. So um, at 8 a.m. on December 20th, 2009, which was the Monday, mm-hmm. uh, the Los Angeles Fire Department responded to a medical request at her home. Um, she had collapsed in the bathroom and firefighters uh, attempted to resuscitate her on the scene. She was transported to Cedar sinai and then she died at 10.04 after going into cardiac arrest. Wow. So like an hour after they found <laughs> right. her? Well, they um, were called at 8 a.m., so oh, like okay. a few hours. Yeah. But basically, she probably was brain dead or something wow. at that point. Um, so anyways, this is a 32-year-old actress who died of basically what appears to be pneumonia She's or a young. cold. Yeah. I mean, this is not like a typical disease. This is like what someone who's like 80 dies yeah. of. Right. So obviously people had a lot of questions and w- along with her, uh, thin body and right. all the rumors and everything, it was like, everyone was basically speculating, Oh, it's a drug overdose or it's the, you know what I mean? Right. Like I can't remember, but or I remember something. it was, like, it was suspicious because it it's like, what's suspicious. going on? Well, because we just talked about Corey Haim passing from right. complications of pneumonia right. and right. he was, in his 30s as and well. he was a but he, he but, was a more lifelong drug user yeah. are known to be um so according to the the coroner at the time his name is ed winter uh his initial report was it appears to be natural an autopsy was performed the day after she died her death certificate listed the cause of death as deferred so they were going to do some more testing mm-hmm. obviously um shortly after she died um, Monjack gave uh, an interview to People magazine that was like an insanely tear feel, ter- like crying, like emotional. I mean, they were like super codependent, these oh, two. Yeah. Like, um, uh, in that interview, he claims that Brittany was suffering from laryngitis and flu like symptoms. She was taking antibiotics. She was also on herbal remedies that would speed up her heart, according to him. Uh, he also is quoted as saying, there was nothing here that could endanger her. There was prescription medication in the house for her female time and some cough syrup. Female time. <laughs> Sorry, like, what the fuck? Uh, that was it. He, in the interview, he also said he couldn't bear the idea of Brittany being cut open for an autopsy. So I think that raised a few eyebrows because it was like he was almost mm. saying, I don't want her to be autopsied. I don't want them to right. know for sure. Right. <clears throat> so... Um, February 4th, 2010. So this is like just over a month after she died. The Los Angeles County coroner released their um, statement and they did say the primary cause of Murphy's death was pneumonia with secondary factors of iron deficiency, anemia and multiple drug intoxication. So she did have drugs in her system. Uh, On February 25th, 2010. So just almost a month later, they had a more specific uh, report of what exactly drug, what what drugs she had in her system. Um, the list of drugs is pretty long. Um, it included elevated levels of hydrocodone, acetaminophen, um, that's speed, methamphetamine, uh, and chlorpheniramine. I'm sorry, I'm bastardizing these because I don't take drugs. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, all of the drugs were legal. Uh, and the death was ruled to be an accident, but the report observed that the possible adverse cycle, oh, sorry, the possible reserve adverse physiological effects of elevated levels of levels of these medications cannot be discounted, especially in her weakened state. 
So it seems to me it was like almost like a drug overdose but because maybe it wouldn't have happened if she wasn't already so fucking sick. Right, like, right. Uh, clearly she should have gone to the doctor. I mean, this is like uh, like when Jim Henson died. Mm-hmm. It was basically like he probably would have lived if he had gone to the doctor yeah. sooner. Um, and I get it because when I, when I have a cold, sometimes I just suffer through it. And it's like, you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you kind of think, oh, it's just this has happened a million times in my life. Yeah. Uh, why is this time any different? And you're probably 32 and you're like, I'm fine. I just take some robitussin whatever right (laughs) um so according to the coroner ed winter um he also is quoted as saying i think it could have been preventable the problem is simon would doctor shop and got numerous medications with numerous names and had a problem with prescription meds Brittany was sick and instead of getting her treatment simon and her mother didn't take her to the doctor and used an abundance of over-the-counter meds Beauty should be good for you, and that's why we're excited to tell you about Beauty Counter. Beauty Counter is a clean makeup and skincare brand that started in 2013, disrupting the beauty industry by shedding the light on the need for stronger ingredient regulations in the personal care products that we use daily. Today, Beauty Counter is the leading clean beauty brand creating innovative and high-performing products that are safer and cleaner than even their like-minded competitors. So what do we mean by clean? Over 1,800 questionable ingredients are never used in Beauty Counter's formulations. They call this their never list. You can learn more at beautycounter.com, where you're also going to want to check out their incredible products. Best of all, if you're a new customer and you order through March 15th, you'll get free shipping on your order of $100 or more when you use the code HOLLYWOOD. Once again, to get free shipping on your order of $100 or more, go to beautycounter.com and use the code HOLLYWOOD. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy, getting out of it is hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high-interest credit card debt. I know firsthand that there's nothing more frustrating than trying to pay something down and your payments are pretty much just paying off the interest. Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They believe in you. The best part? Once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. So free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is top-ranked in their category with a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com Hollywood to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash Hollywood. Wow. Simon and his mom after this, after her death, were actually um, already planning on writing a book. Uh, And this was before the autopsy report came back. um, According to Simon, that she... His take on it was that she died of a broken heart. I'm sorry. This is, Are you this is going to be ridiculous. Uh, and it was caused, the broken heart was caused by the shoddy treatment that Hollywood had given to Brittany Murphy. Uh, he, in this book, he was planning on exposing, I'm kind of like into this book, actually. I wish he got around to writing it. He was um, 
he wanted to expose the studios and producers and talent reps that he believed used uh, rumors and innuendo about her bad set behavior, like being late, unable to remember lines, like all of this kind of, you know, bad mouthing her for unprofessional Mm -hmm. behavior kind of stuff, that she was a drug user, she was a party girl, and that they used that to kind of ruin her career. Yeah. Uh, He's quoted as saying, I honestly think Britney's life has to serve a purpose. Her true fans and young people coming off the bus deserve to know the bubble can burst. Simon was especially unhappy with Warner Brothers because she was hired to be a voice actor on Happy Feet 2. But after um, rumors about her being um, a drug user appeared in, in the tabloids, uh, she was fired. And he said that she was crying for hours after that and just sort of despondent about her um, unsuccessful or how far she had come like yeah. from a successful career yeah. to just basically not being hired anymore. Um, she hadn't actually been in a studio movie since 2004. Wow. Uh, so this is like 2009 when she died. The end of 2009. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> yeah. Although she might have still been on um, King of the Hill as a voice actor, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And she did voice work for Happy yeah. Feet, which was 2006. So he he kind of was speculating the book was going to be about this conspiracy against Brittany Murphy um, to get her out of Hollywood, which seems like a bit over the top. Like, yeah. I don't doubt that people are dicks as we're finding out producers and directors and everyone oh, in Hollywood yeah. are pieces of shit. But to like, why would you have a conspiracy against Brittany Murphy of all people? I right? don't know. For some reason, maybe I'm just misremembering, but I don't remember her ever being um, maligned, especially with her fans or with just people. I think there was a period where she just seemed like a Lindsay Lohan type. There was a period where she seemed like she could be like that, but she was never on the level of right. Lohan or Britney Spears. Yeah, but I don't think she was as big of a star as they That's were. True. So maybe it just was sort of a more mild version of that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not doubting that she didn't go through stuff, especially right. with tabloids speculating oh, totally. about her weight loss. Right. But. Um, so according to Simon, her um, ups- the re- the reason she was upset about her career was not about money. So here's his quote. It wasn't about the money. She was going, oh, I'm not being offered $10 million to do a movie. She wasn't going. She was more like, I'm not getting offered anything where I can really show what I can do. I can sing. I can dance. I can do all these things. I was put on earth to show the world. And somehow she was being blocked from doing it. She did have a brief musical career. Did we discuss that? No. I know that she could sing. Yeah, but, but I, I mean, it's much like Corey Feldman. It went nowhere. Like, yeah. So uh, that actually might have been what she tried to do during this period where she wasn't acting as much, like try to sort of ignite things with a, a music career. I don't know hardly any actors or actresses who have, whether regardless of whether or not they get sing, who have ignited their music career once they've been known as an actor. Right. I mean, it's his, hard. Historically, you don't really see it. Um, Simon also went on to say that Brittany could not do drugs. Like, not only is it absurd that she did, like, she literally could not do drugs. Um, in her early teens, he said that she had been diagnosed with a heart murmur. So she knew that illegal drugs would endanger her life. Um, so obviously Simon, people did not like him. A lot of people, in fact, speculated that if it weren't for him, Britney would still, still be, alive. be alive. And it was like, not that he killed her necessarily, but he brought out the worst in her. He kind of made her 
agoraphobic, like staying in this home with him. He really kind of controlled her. It's sort of like that guy that Brittany was dating when she was having her... Sam Lefty? Yes. 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 Sorry. Me pulling it out. I know. Finally. But it just sort of, it reminds me of that sort of controlling, really toxic relationship. Right. 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 Where you're kind of, yeah. Uh, I mentioned the, the director before, Hickenlooper. He actually, after she died, he said he has this quote about him he um, warning Murphy about Monjack when they first met. According oh. to him, he said, the last thing I told Brittany is, do you know who this guy is? I mean, do you really know him? Do you know what you're doing by marrying him? At this point, Brittany became angry and told me she knew Monjack better than anyone and hung up on me. A few months later, I tried to call her to see if she was all right, and Monjack would not let me speak to her. Uh-oh. I so feared something bad would happen. I thought he might take her for all her money. Little did I know that she would end up dead. Now I'm not saying Monjack has anything to do with this. I wouldn't know. And I'm sure this I'm sure the guy is in deep mourning. But one can sure speculate that his clear lack of character and background couldn't have led to the most healthy environment. I feel really bad for Brittany. She was a sweet angel and didn't deserve anything bad to ever happen to her. May she rest in peace. I will miss her. We will all miss her. She was the most talented and underrated actress working in film, which might be true. Yeah. I mean, in a way. I lo- I, I adored her. Yeah. I, I mean, she her. was great. Um, so in January of 2010, um, which is like a month or so after Brittany died, um, Linda Monjack, who is uh, Simon's mom, that's where she started going to the tabloids or not tabloids, but like people magazine Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Talking about how unwell her son was, that he, um, was ill. Doctors were doing tests on him. He had a heart problem. Um, she was sort of putting this out there that he was really fucking in a bad way, mourning his wife, but also just suffering from things we've already mentioned, his health problems, seizures and heart stuff. Um, she also said that it wasn't released in the press at the time, but that he had had a heart attack a week before Brittany's death that was never reported. Um, May 23rd, 2010. So this is six months after Brittany died. Monjack was found dead in the same home. According to um, the Los Angeles County Coroner's Office, law enforcement sources said that um, once again, the Los Angeles Fire Department was called for a medical emergency at the home, this time by Sharon um, Sharon Murphy's mom, Sharon, who found Ron Jack unconscious in the master bedroom at 9.20 p.m. Uh, when paramedics arrived, he was pronounced dead on scene 9.45, so just 25 minutes later. The cause of death uh, was also acute pneumonia and severe anemia, which is identical Whoa. to what Brittany Murphy was initially diagnosed with. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty fucking weird. That do you is, remember when he died? Like, I do remember when he died and how shocking it was. That it, was it was insane. Six apart. And it was like not like a suicide. You kind of would expect maybe a suicide or right. something, or, or or I don't know. So, obviously that sort of changed everything well that is also the same death essentially right and both of them were young like, they were both young yeah. and also he was quite larger than her and they weren't they didn't they weren't related so they didn't share hereditary right. illnesses right. i just mean that like the call might have been coming from inside the house yeah. i'm getting to the <laughs> next part because i kind of i remember now what they were 
kind of reporting that it could have been caused by. Right. Well, okay. So obviously when two people who are very young die in a similar manner in the same home, uh, people start looking into that. Murphy's mother, Sharon, uh, at some point filed a lawsuit claiming that the house they were living in had toxic molds and that was possibly... Were they renting the house? I think that they might have been renting the house, yeah. I don't know that I saw rental. I kind of just assumed it was rented because... uh, Actually, no, they they might have owned it, but I think she was suing maybe some builders or something responsible for it. I was just wondering Because I do remember after she died, they do sell the home, so they must have owned it. Um. I guess she she kind of got some kind of reports describing that mold could have contributed to the deaths. Um, but the states basically said that the reports were absurd. Um, in 2011, Sharon Murphy changed her stance and she, um, she, wait, oh, she, oh no, she, she kind of went back and forth, I think. But then she, then she did end up suing the lawyers that she hired in an earlier suit of the builder's um, that I think fell through. So she yeah. really was pushing this toxic mold thing. Right. Um, around the same time, uh, Angelo Bertolotti, who we haven't heard from no. in a while, Brittany Murphy's father, came into the picture, and he sued um, to get, or he, I guess not sued, but he um, filed something to um, make the Los Angeles County Coroner's Office hand him over samples of his daughter's hair so he could take it for independent testing. Wow. The suit was um, dismissed in July nine, uh, July of twenty twelve, because basically because he failed to show up because he's a loser, deadbeat dad. Um, I think eventually he did get the hair though, because in November of twenty thirteen he um, claimed that a toxicology report showed deliberate poisoning by heavy metals, including uh, I'm not going to be able to say this antimonian barium. And that the toxic, uh, the heavy metal poisoning was a possible cause of Brittany Murphy's uh, death. Sharon, the mother, dis- uh, described the claim as a, a smear. So they were like, they fucking hate each other. Yeah. But both of them are going after alternate reasons for why these two people died. Um, Is the mom sick at any point? Well, no. But that, so that doesn't, I mean. Right. Yeah. She had her illness, but this was. Uh, it was separate. Um, so according to Bertolotti, uh, the reason he's going down this line of poisoning is because of all the rumors by the tab- tabloids that were unfairly, um, smearing Britney's reputation at this point, basically saying she died because she, of the drugs and like, she was so skinny. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're kind of twisting yeah. it to what they already wanted to so believe about he her. thinking poisoned her? Uh, he doesn't say. So according to him, he said, my daughter was neither anorexic nor a drug junkie as they repeating repeatedly imply Brittany and Simon were ridiculed by the Hollywood reporter when they complained of being under surveillance and in fear for their lives. So at some point they did get a little paranoid, I guess, but I couldn't find anything on that. I will not rest until the truth about these tragic events is told. There will be justice for Brittany. Um, according to the coroner again, winter, he said we could have reopened the case, but we didn't think it warranted. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The only thing they found was heavy metals present, but I guess either our folks or doctors explained to them it was due to Brittany's coloring her hair. 
It was determined it was from the hair color. She wasn't poisoned, and we stand by the cause of death. She died from over-the-counter medicines, pneumonia, and anemia. So I guess he did get some results back, but it's like the coroner, the L.A. coroner proved right. what it was. So right. it was like, it's not what you're saying it is. It's from her own hair use. Um, there's a famous forensic pathologist, Cyril Wecht. He actually has a slightly different take, but he didn't see all the evidence and he's not on the case. Yeah. But according to him, I would have checked to see if the private lab results were valid and if they could be corroborated and analyzed whether there was exposure and where did the exposure come from. You have two people, a husband and a wife, dying within five months of each other and not engaging in any wild speculation with two people dying young, five months apart, you've got to check it out. And I still don't know what happened. So there is like a little bit of like skepticism that yeah. anything has actually been solved. Um, and he also added that the case was dropped and they should have investigated it, basically. So that's kind of the end of everything. Wow. There was a hot mess Lifetime movie about Brittany Murphy in 2014, um, which I definitely want to check out at some point. Yeah. Maybe we can do like a, a, a bonus app right. recap or something or talk to Molly McAleer yeah. for the <laughs> Mother May I Sleep With podcast, which is a good podcast. You should check it out. Um, there was also one other sort of interesting little stupid tidbit. There's a show, Hollywood Medium. Have you ever watched this show? I have heard of the show i heard of it but i never watched it anyway the actress jamie presley was on it at some point and the hollywood medium i guess his name is tyler henry <clears throat> told jamie on the, an episode that someone came forward with a name Brittany, who felt that she passed away too soon and that um this presence blamed an outside um influence for that passing <laughs> oh, well <laughs> which i'm kind of like oh we have to check that out too we like, have to check that out or and find the clip even or though it. even though all commercial psychics are fucking bullshit <laughs> right like john edwards like they had a watch something going on in the heart area <laughs> right <laughs> like i see a man in your life oh no it's a woman <laughs> like like they just change it right when you find out the clues or you find out the techniques and then you can watch it and you can it's see what just they're reading doing. Yeah. people yeah it's just well and there's also certain things you just go to head heart like yes yes my grandfather had heart disease it's or like, everyone oh, really? knows someone that begins with the letter j right so <laughs> yeah i just thought that was funny i was like that what? is like <laughs> that is funny um so that's that wow it is a crazy story like i do remember i mean it was shocking when she died and then when yeah. he died so shortly after it was shocking it was shocking it, it was, was like shocking. what the hell is going on with this weirdo like but I yeah d- i there's something fishy there's definitely there really is something fishy to me too like, like there has to be something else happening here this just does not happen well like, and i like the toxic mold thing seems like it could be but the fact that the mom didn't get sick from mold poisoning right. and she was probably also in a weakened state because i think Brittany right. actually got the initial cold from her mom right um i think they had taken some trip to puerto rico so i'm beginning to think it wasn't did they even find toxic mold no. at the house i mean that's a pretty obvious thing to find yeah and uh i think they would have looked for that right away it they- does seem like a case of not wanting to believe that it was um basically negligence that caused yeah. her death yeah uh, I think that Simon dying made it more suspicious than maybe it would have been right. without him dying. And he also just couldn't. I mean, it is weird that they both died of essentially the same thing, but I think they were both unhealthy and not treating themselves. They were both unhealthy. Like, and also Simon during the grieving process probably wasn't taking the best care of himself either. He might have wanted to die and yeah. didn't really take care of himself. I don't know. But yeah. he did seem unhealthy. So it probably was yeah. uh, easier. 
it's yeah. just it's just tragic all around. It was very shocking. It was a very shocking celebrity death when it happened. Oh, totally. It did feel like she had so much more to give us as an entertainer. Right. She, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like she is overall like really beloved. I think, I think so. Especially after her death. I Honestly, think- I feel like her death almost made people be like, oh fuck, like, remembered right. her more you know her roles in like clueless like remembered her heyday more than like the final where it was like those crappy romantic comedies yeah, no and one whatever saw those romantic or her comedies. music her music <laughs> or whatever right because she is in like a lot of classic movie or not classic classic but like she I was mean, in clueless is pretty classic yeah and she was uh, in freeway which i don't know if you've ever seen that is that the is that the little red riding hood yeah yeah that's one I of my that. that's in my top 10 <laughs> favorite movies but she's in that and she's amazing in that right and like, girl interrupted was a great movie and yeah um i i like eight mile a lot so yeah i mean she's in some pretty great movies i will say for on behalf of my own community the gays we always loved Brittany murphy she's the best thing in clueless almost she, other oh than paul God. rudd yeah <laughs> She's hysterical in that yeah, movie. I mean, She's she was so like, good. Sort of, I mean, other than everyone kind of was, but she was really like the breakout because no one knew where she came from. Like she nailed yeah, it. She it was nailed great. that part. Right. So, um, okay. Those eyebrows. Those okay. Eyebrows. Uh, thank you. Yeah. That was the sad, sad. All sale. right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>